Welcome to the Emergency Management Network Podcast. Emergency Management's trusted voice, sponsored by Disaster Tech, the Natural Disaster and Emergency Management Expo, and Titan HST. On September 11, 2021, the world witnessed the most significant terrorist attack. And for those working that day, it started normal. But by the end of the day, our world changed, and the way we did our jobs did as well. I was assigned to the Jefferson Station in Los Angeles on the border of Culver City, down the street from the radio station KBC, right off the I-10 freeway. This was a bustling part of the city, and my shift started at 0700 Pacific Time. So I hit the road, oh, about around 5.30 Pacific time to make it there on time. And as part of my morning routine, I turned on the radio to AM 790 KBC to get the news and the traffic report. And I recall this day as if it was yesterday. I turned on the on-ramp to the freeway and the news reported that a plane had struck the World Trade Center. My first thought it was a small plane that hit the tower. Small aircraft hitting buildings in New York City has happened before. And then the second plane hit. I knew that this was an act of war. On that Tuesday morning, 19 Al-Qaeda terrorists hijacked four American commercial flights destined for the West Coast and intentionally crashed them. American Airlines Flight 11 and United Airlines Flight 175 departed from Boston. Flight 11 struck New York City's World Trade Center North Tower at 8.46 a.m. Eastern Time. At Flight 175, the South Tower, at 9.03 a.m. Eastern Time, resulting in the collapse of both towers. A third plane, American Airlines Flight 77, leaving Dulles International Airport in Virginia, crashed into the Pentagon at 9.37 a.m. Eastern Time. And the final plane, United Airlines Flight 93, departing from Newark, New Jersey, crashed into a field at Shanksville, Pennsylvania, at 10.03 a.m. Eastern Time after passengers stormed the cockpit and tried to subdue the hijackers. In the space of less than 90 minutes on a late summer morning, the world changed. Nearly 3,000 people were killed that day. The event of 9-11 reshaped the global response to terrorism and reformed the field of emergency management. Disaster response was no longer a single jurisdiction issue. Regional thinking, planning, and concern for regional impact are now ingrained in local government organizations. The city of Los Angeles became quiet and the I-10 freeway was empty and the skies were void of aircraft. And we were on tactical alert, waiting for an attack on the West Coast that never came. And in the days and weeks after attack, we started high-level talks between agencies on handling an event like 9-11. Soon after, the money started coming in via grants. The Urban Security Initiative was established and some areas spent the money well, and others did not. And that's a different story. In 2005, I took a job in Orange County, California. And what a difference on how the regional approach was taken. The reasons for creating regional structures vary considerably from place to place. Emergency management recognizes that disasters do not respect geopolitical borders, thus require a regional response. So in addition, some states realize that if Every emergency management office received a proportional share of federal EMPG funds and UASI funds. They would be too thinly distributed to be effective. So some states and local areas developed regional approach for various reasons before 9-11 to have a clear plan to build functional capabilities at a regional level or at least standardize and coordinate existing response structures 
to improve local emergency management's ability to respond to an emergency and provide population-based services. The Orange County approach to regional coordination ought to be a case study on how to do it right. Now, they're not perfect. However, they do it better than most. The regional approach to emergency response and management is the most effective use of taxpayer dollars and resources. Orange County, with over 3 million people, and in addition is a home to two national sports franchises, Disneyland, and several multinational corporate headquarters, and some of the most expensive real estate in the world. This makes Orange County an inviting target for domestic and international terrorism. Not only in terms of physical damage, but its economic, psychological, and symbolic and political impacts. For this reason, OC has taken the regional approach to emergency response and management seriously. On today, on 9-11, we need to take the time to reflect and remember the people that were killed that day and those that have died in service-related injuries since. It is up to us to take the lessons of 9-11 seriously and use them to make our programs better in their honor. Everybody, take time today to sit just in silence and remember those that died on 9-11. And thank you all for your service and continued dedication to the people that you serve around the world.